Welcome to Ipsy Weird. Alright, let's talk about MDOT. Who? MDOT, Michigan Department of Transportation, a.k.a. the motherfuckers responsible for shutting down highways for goddamn road construction. You know, I know they're doing this big project on 275, right? It's like a four-year fucking project. But who the fuck thought it was a good idea? You know 275, or 96 before 275. It's it's fucking five lanes. Yeah. Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to shut down all of those fucking lanes at the same time? Instead of systematically, like, one lane at a time, maybe two lanes at a time, or whatever. Like, 96, where it splits into 275, you can't even continue on 96 anymore. They, they completely shut that on-ramp down. So you have to take 275. But it's so fucking blocked off that they actually, they had us on the fucking shoulder of the goddamn road just to get onto 275. They shut down all five of those fucking lanes at the same goddamn time. Whose fucking idea was this? I mean, it's more... Maybe it's inconvenient for you now, but it'll be more convenient later. It, sure, I guess, but, I mean, goddamn. It, and, like, 275, I mean, right now it's only one lane shut down. But for, like, a week, they shut down two of the three lanes on 275, both directions. Didn't I say, like, a long time ago that 275 sucks? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's why. I mean, it does. It does. And I get it, right? And and this isn't political by any means, but since Governor, uh, since Governor Whitmer took office, she vowed to fix the roads in Michigan, because we all know Michigan is notorious for their shitty roads. It's true. She's done a lot as far as fixing roads. A fucking ton. There's still a lot of work to go. But goddamn, man, like, I sat on 96 for fucking... How long was it between those goddamn texts? It was like 20 minutes to go a mile. Yeah, I mean, it was about, it was like 11 o'clock when you said you were stuck on, uh, you know, doing three miles an hour, then it was like... 15, 20 minutes later, you're like, you hit 275. Yeah, dude, like to go a fucking mile. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And it's like, and it wasn't, it wasn't even like a gradual change. It was like, you have all of your lanes here, and then boom, they're all going to merge over into this one lane now. Do they have to give you like a two mile, like, notice? Yeah, to an extent, yes, but it was two miles to close four lanes. It wasn't like two miles per lane. It was like two miles for four fucking lanes. And now we're bottlenecking into this one goddamn lane, which then curves us off into the shoulder of the road. You think the people that drive that road regularly would know <laughs> that, like, hey, we all should be just get over here earlier? It wasn't like that yesterday. <clears throat> it wasn't like that yesterday. They did that today. Um, like, that's, I know this because I was on that road yesterday. It's fucking stupid, man. I got, I got no warning, no notification, no notice, no nothing that this thing was going to shut down all the way to goddamn one lane. I knew it was going to be one lane shut down on 275, so I'm preparing myself to be in that lane that I need to be in. But I couldn't even get to that fucking lane because traffic already slowed the fuck down so far that I had to try and squeeze my way in. And the few times I've, I've driven 275 heading towards your place, and when you uh, encounter like uh, just your generic traffic or even when they you know, do, do, do some road maintenance, it always just sucks. It, it's it's I mean, such ro- road always su- like road maintenance always sucks but for some reason 275 it always feels terrible it does i mean and i dude i've driven on i4 right in in fucking orlando and that's like the nation's worst highway and they did construction on there for like 10 years straight and yeah that sucked but i mean it didn't feel like this this just feels rushed and unprepared for it's like it's like whoever is in charge of planning this didn't plan it well and they're just like fuck we got to get it done slap it in there they built yeah. a fucking they they built a secondary road that I mean I don't I don't know this looking at it but I think they're about to shut down 96 for a whole way and basically make it to where one side of 96 is now both sides of 96 um but there's a fucking road connecting over that way right now and they built that fast as fuck like it was it wasn't there and now it's there um yeah so maybe they have like I, I don't like it's all fucked, but maybe they have a bigger plan. Like we need to shut all this down. It's gonna suck, but we need to do this. You know, maybe it was ill prepared or it was just not thought of for like the average person. Like, oh, if we shut all this down now, we can get this amount of work done because that's a, that's a, like a main like it's almost like a main highway of the area. Yeah, I mean that is that is the main. It's the biggest junction in the area. Yeah, know? so it's like it's gonna suck, but we need to get that fixed the fastest. So we need to, you know, 
do a bunch of bullshit. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. I didn't fucking. I don't. I'm not a fucking. I mean, I'm I'm not in construction either. Not in road construction. But like, I understand. I may not understand what they go through. And that that made sense, didn't it? I understand that I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily understand what they go through and how their planning process works, but from a customer service aspect, right? I mean, they don't. We're not their customers. Not really. Right. The the government contract is their customer technically, but. It affects us normal people. And I just feel like we should be taken more consideration of when shutting down whole ass highways. I just I think the, the ultimate goal here is just don't live in a way in an area where you have to take two seventy five every day. Yeah, sure. Let me get right on that. I'm gonna do that right now. Um you know, I just moved like six weeks ago. We're gonna pack up and move again. Okay. Yeah. I mean you, you gonna help me with this one? Right. Yeah, of course. Oh, right. You know, you'll you'll move another ten minutes. Closer, yeah. Closer. That, that's my goal, right? I'm just trying to systematically get a little closer, right? You I went mean, from West Bloomfield to Novi, and that's only a 10-minute difference from your old house. I'm going to go to Livonia next. Yeah. Okay, and then after that, Canton. Maybe Canton. That might be a stretch. That might be too far. Yeah, maybe. Just just a, just a smidge. What's between Canton and Livonia? Fuck if I know, dude. Westland? In theory, but Westland's like more that way. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Either way. We're going to... By the time I'm 35, I'll be right in Ypsilanti. There you go. All right, because I'm going to move like ten step, one step closer every year. Yeah, by the time I'm 35, I'll be dead. That's a little tough. <laughs> Way to put an ending on Ipsy Weird, right? Like, this is just going to... Sorry, it's, guys. It's a five-year so- run. Sorry, sorry, guys, um, that may listen to this show. The, uh, the two we'll, people. We'll be done in five years. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, but I did know uh, when I went to go, uh, going back to last week's episode, I had to go buy a truck. Yep. And uh, it was like, take 275. I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not taking 275. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. It's so The construction's so ill-planned that like even Google Maps doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> Usually, Google Maps will know when there's road closures and shit like that. But they have on-ramps just closed randomly sometimes. Google Maps is trying to take you to that on-ramp. It's like, um, I, 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 can't, I can't get on this on-ramp, guys. That's when you just keep going and uh, rerouting. Until it tells you to turn around and go back on the on-ramp again. <laughs> Make a sharp U-turn. Like I can't do that. <laughs> Stop right here and turn right yeah, into the ditch. The same thing. Like, like maybe with uh, continuing on with the poor planning. Like my grocery store went through like a remodel, mm-hmm. and that thing was so poorly redone. Like where the customers are at, it all looks fine and dandy, but when you work in the you're like behind the scenes, <clears throat> it's an absolute shit show. Like the back room where everything's stored, where I work at, it's an absolute shit show. And you're like, in the remodeling plan, you guys didn't go, maybe we should redo the back room because you guys are tearing out sections and moving them. So like the produce cooler was here. Well, we're going to pull that produce cooler out and we're going to move it over here. It's a sweet. Okay. It's over there now. Awesome. But, um, where that produce cooler was at the level, the, the floor level is different. There's a big like there's a little hump and a gap. And now I got to use this space for something else, and I got I'm storing product there. And now there's like there's a bump, and then you guys jagged up the floor, and it's not even. It looks like it's a fucking mess. Yeah. So in building construction though, and I know this from experience, on the outside it may look fine, but on the inside it's always trash. Right? Like that's just how building construction works. Yeah. There's there's where they're supposed to keep supplies and materials, and where they actually keep supplies and materials. Yeah, I'm just saying like. <laughs> This 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 company has millions of dollars. Yep, maybe billions. Arguably, yeah, could be. Like it's and, you know it's not a it's not a super super you know grocery store that's all across the whole nation. Right. But it's you know it's in this uh, tri-state area a bit further than the tri-state area. Yeah, I mean it's in what like five states. Around yeah, there. it's branching out, but they got millions, maybe billions, and you you I you put millions into remodeling this building. And none of that money went to like, you know, just smooth the floor out. Yeah, I got random pillars and spots. I'm like, that's not even doing anything. That one could have been hard because they would have had to have sectioned off sec- parts of the store. Like, this is closed. We're redoing the floor. Well, no, but it's all in the back room. Oh well, I mean, I guess that's fair. It's all in the back room. Like, it was all they, they tore out us. They 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 sh- we couldn't go into that area. They tore that whole section out. Yeah, they probably should have redone the floor. And while then they, were in there. they should have redone the floor while they were in there. Yeah. They re they tore out the old meat cooler and put a brand new one over here. Now it's a, it's a it's the meat room. You're cutting all the meat. Your your floor needs a drain because you're cutting meat. You got blood everywhere. And they take a power washer and they power wash the room every night. Yummy. So there's you know there's a drain. 
Now, I'm not a fucking genius, but if you have a drain in your floor, your floor needs to slightly slope to that drain. It does. It does so need. all the stuff goes into the drain. It does. It needs to pitch a little bit. Just Yeah, just a little bit. What you don't need is it to go away from the drain. That's That's accurate, yes. That's what they did. Okay. So anytime they sprayed the room down, all the water and the blood would just go to the corners of the uh, of the of the room, and then it would seep out from underneath the wall into the main back room. Ooh. And it, it cost them like fifteen grand to redo it. Ooh, that's 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 yummy. Yeah. So they went and poured all the concrete, laid it all down, and they're like, "Nope, you guys fucked up," and they had to tear it all out and re fucking do it. Now it cost the store fifteen grand because that should have been like I don't I don't know I was gonna say that I just that should have been cut. it was just like fifteen grand to redo it or something yeah. so I don't know who who eats the cost on that I don't fucking know should be the original contractor yeah well that's I mean that's what you get when you you hire the the lowest bidder yeah you know see that's why in in this business you get three estimates right at least you get three estimates you don't always pick the lowest you pick the one that's gonna fit the scope the best that may not always be the cheapest bid. Sometimes it's right there in the middle. Honestly, the middle one is usually my sweet spot. They even like even there was a different contractor for like the electrical shit. You had the guys, the, you had the demolition team, you had the like rebuilding team, and then you had like the electrical team. And the electrical team just went through and cut like all these like oh, we'll cut all these wires here and we'll we rewire them because they're moving all the uh, the panels, the uh, breaker boxes. They're moving them all. And they went, as they were reconnecting shit, just half the shit they didn't reconnect. Like, all the landlines in the building, which you like, for, like, department-to-department department lines that we you call and you... Mm-hmm. All those don't work. Not a single one of them work. So how do they... Intercom? Yeah, the wireless works. Oh, okay. The landlines don't. Okay. They, so, cut all the, they cut all the lines. So through. they have to physically call over the intercom if, if they need another apartment? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, certain departments have wireless, but then, like... They say you're a customer on the sales floor. We used to have like little phones you could pick up, and then that would call directly to a, somebody's wireless phone, and they could you get get help. Yeah. Or the door the the door to get into the building next to my desk for all the re- uh, vendors. There's a there's a phone out there, a landline out there. You can pick up it directly calls my phone, so I can be anywhere in the building. You pick that phone up, it calls me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Nice way to go. The, the bell on my door, the big like, loud buzzer. So if I'm on, on the other end of the store, I can just barely hear the, them buzzing trying to get in. Cut that line too. Nice. Fuck it. The emergency door next to my desk, the, the fire door, cut all the lines to that. So you can just open it freely now? Yeah, there's no alarm, no nothing on it. Nice. Uh, half the outlets in the in the back room they have no power. That sounds like something that should be addressed. Yeah. That's, some, that's something that, in a residential standpoint, that would not stand. <laughs> Try and move somebody into a house where half the outlets don't work and the alarms doesn't work and the phone doesn't work. And yeah, so, it's a, I don't know how this shit works, but I'm like, fucking, like, y'all paid millions of dollars to read them out. And it's the, yes, where the customers go and shop, it looks nice. It looks okay. It looks pretty good. But y'all fuck this workers. Like, it look, it's, a, it's a shit show back here. That's tough. Man, construction's a bitch. You know, I'm about to probably have to go through construction at my job soon. Uh, pretty soon too they're putting together like a master plan but like there's <clears throat> it's a building and there's not any more land around us that we can buy so expanding is not really an option right now so we have to try and utilize the space within the building to expand build up honestly almost but the roofs it's already like three level roofing and shit like that so it's a little difficult but um we're about to get like this master plan made we need more offices um we need Fucking better, uh, we've got, we've got fucking pillars that are just drooping and sagging right now, so we gotta get those posted up and everything. I don't know, there's a whole lot of shit, I still have no idea what the fuck's going on half the time, right? I'm still trying to get my feet wet in this place. And you're still the new guy going, uh... It's been two months, right? And, uh, I feel better, I do. But, uh, it's definitely, man, it's definitely different. Um, I was, uh, the, the head custodial guy... Him and I, we kind of like butt heads a little bit in the beginning. I wouldn't say we butt heads. He butt heads, right? I'm just trying to get along with the guy. But from his perspective, he was being groomed to take this position when the guy I replaced retired, and then they passed him over for it. They gave him a little extra, though. They, I mean, they, they, they switched it out. Where before he used to work underneath the guy I replaced, he's now his own department, um, and he's the head of his own department. So he did get 
a raise, an increase, a promotion, and all that good shit, but he didn't get the position he thought he was being groomed for. So when I come in here, he's been there for 10 years. He knows this building like the back of his hand. I've been here for two minutes, and I know nothing. So he looks at me like, why did he get this position? Why is he here? And it's because he doesn't consider the fact that I have the mechanical knowledge, the the maintenance knowledge that he doesn't have. Um, I can fix the things that he doesn't know how to fix. I just don't know where they are. That's my yeah, problem. They, I can fix whatever you got. I just don't know where it's at. Well, that's the thing. Is like, I know this building at the back of my hand. Who's this guy? Like, why did he get the job? Like, yeah, you might know the layout, but this guy knows how to fix the shit. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, you know, the boiler's over there. Yeah, all right, fix it. Oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And that's why you're there. Yeah. And maybe he's, just, uh, he's an older guy, right? Yeah, ish. Yeah. I don't know how old he is. He, he presents himself older, but he doesn't look super old. He's probably in his 40s. But either way, he's just like, you know, he's got some years on you. So yeah. he feels like he's like the seasoned vet. He's like, fuck this new kid. Yeah. Well, and this, so we kind of hashed it out the other day in a very polite, professional way where he basically apologized to me about, um, you know, he's like, I'm I'm still learning. You know, I'm I'm learning how to deal with this change, right? I don't, he basically going on about how he doesn't deal with change very well. And he's an old dog, so he's trying to learn some new tricks. Um and he goes on to explain that the last guy kind of, he was he was the last guy's right-hand man, and he took him under his wing and everything, and he thought he was being groomed. So we had we kind of hashed out this conversation. By the end of the day, I was like, listen, man, look, I've said it before, you're a wealth of knowledge, and I respect you greatly for everything you know about this place. I'm not here to step on toes, but I am going to ask you to help me out a little bit while I'm learning. You know, I don't see us as, I see us as equals, right? And, and that's basically what we are. We're equals of two different branches. Um, but it was nice. I mean, we've got to hash that. I don't feel so, I always kind of felt uncomfortable around him because every time I saw him, I just felt like he had this fucking attitude about him. So I tried not to talk to him a whole lot and I tried to avoid him a little bit when I could, but I feel a little better about him now because when we hashed that out. I don't feel like I have to avoid him anymore. My only, my only question here on this is, is grooming the right term to be using? Like when you, when you say like he was being groomed for that, all I think of like, you know, men oh. grooming children oh. and shit like that. I'm like, I don't know if that's the right termino- terminology. It's all about context. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but every time you said it, I'm like, man, this doesn't sound good. That's true. You know, um, just like abusers uh, groom their abusees into believing that yeah, they but deserve yeah, w- it. When you use the word groom, it always it's always like a negative. Yeah. In my mind, it's like it's always negative. So like he was being groomed for that position and you're like, Can we find a different word for that? Yeah, that's that's fair. That's not something I really considered until this moment, but I'll try and think of a different word if I have to use that again. It also might be because I've been watching a lot of like crime podcasts and YouTube and like unsolved cases and like real fucked up murders. Yeah. So those those terms keep getting thrown around. So maybe my head is just in a weird spot. Yeah, I mean it's true though. I mean, oftentimes when you hear somebody say. Somebody was being groomed. It's it's a negative thing. Pets, on the other hand, they get groomed all the time. Hey, I mean, if you care about your pets. Yeah, that's true. Cats groom themselves, so I don't even got to bother with that. My dog, her nails are so fucked. She won't let us cut them, though. Like, the moment you try and pin her down to clip her nails, she pisses everywhere. <laughs> um, But she needs her fucking nails clipped so bad. So you you got you to just sit in the bathtub with some clothes you don't care about and just feel, fuck it, just piss on me and... I don't want to get pissed on, though, man. I mean, if you got to cut the nails, you got to cut the nails. And you might find a new fetish. Oh, no <laughs> way. No way. Not saying with a dog, but maybe you you incorporate that. Yes, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love getting pissed on that much. You never know, man. Yep. I'm R. Kelly in this bitch. Hey, man, he, he loved it so much, he went to jail for it. <laughs> Talk about grooming. You guys are killing me, man. All right, um... Yeah, no, fuck. That's 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 nasty. I'm not I'm not trying to get pissed on. Hey, I'd rather, don't I'd don't rather be judging be, people's kinks. I'd rather be pissed off than pissed on. I flip a coin. <laughs> I've never been pissed on, so I don't know. I can't knock it. Don't knock until you try it. You know that really takes because I have this thing. I, I always tell people I'll try anything twice. You know, once just to see, second time to make sure. But you start saying things like getting pissed on, and it really starts making me reconsider my thoughts about trying anything twice. I just don't think I'll try that twice. I don't think I'll try that once on purpose. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you can find some weird shit out about yourself. Ugh. That's how you end up fucking, I don't even know. You, 
in a happier place with the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You end up in the gutter with a homeless guy saying, please give it to me. I mean, now you're taking it a little too far. <laughs> you get, so if you're getting pissed on, you got to have some dignity. You know, you have to, you know, not just any Joe Blow pissing on you. Look, do, do crack fiends have dignity? Okay, comparing getting pissed on and smoking crack, I think is a bit on the extreme here. I'm just saying, they're all fetishes, right? Uh, smoking crack isn't really a fetish, more of an addiction and a problem. What is an addiction but a fetish? A, a fetish that you can't control. But you can't, like, you can control your, getting, we're getting, it's getting too far, I'm defending people getting, like, I'm not even saying, like, I, I'm not even feeling like, my kink is getting pissed on, and how dare you, like, I don't. Look, I'm not kink shaming, right? If you like it, you like it, that's all you, boo. But you're addicted, you're, you're comparing it to being addicted to, like, I don't think that first hit in the mouth with some, some piss is gonna go, oh man, I need that the rest of my life. You try and get it anywhere you got. It fucking might, man, right? You ever see those commercials? Meth, not even once. I don't think piss has the same quality as meth. Nah, it, probably not. You would hope, at least. You want to smoke some piss? Would you, we, can, we can probably crystallize it somehow. And, yeah, I mean, probably add a little sugar to it, right? And it'll crystallize to the sugar crystals. And just freeze it in a, in a... Freeze it could work, but then you have to boil it down in the spoon. It'd be fine. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck else. We got way off topic. <laughs> And talk about my experience of the hassle and the frustration of buying a vehicle. Yep. Because I, I've stated before that I've always dealt with Joe Blow on the side of the road with his junker. The, the same guy that's going to piss on you? No. I would hope it was a very lovely lady that is nice and well-kept and you know taken care of and has good hygiene and is well, nice and well-hydrated. Anyway, so... <laughs> Joe Blow on the side of the street. Yep. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> uh, I've, I've dealt with that guy buying his, you know, his shitty vehicle, you know, always knocking off 200 bucks. Like, I got cash today, if you take 200 bucks less of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how, that's my, my, my vehicle buying experience. But that always leaves me with a broken vehicle and hundreds of dollars and many months without a vehicle working. And now everybody's like, fuck it. I'm going to go to a reputable dealership and go buy a used vehicle you know i'm not going to you know uncle like uncle joe's fucking used car lot i'm going to like the ford dealership and getting their certified used vehicles right because i think that's a better option than joe yeah it's still it can be right so that that sunday we recorded last sunday i sent out 50 emails to like 20 different fucking uh, dealerships. You sent fifty emails to twenty. So some of them you messaged, or most of them you messaged. Well, because they, they had they had multiple trucks. Got it. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, just go. I'm interested in this truck. I was like, I'm interested in this truck. I'm interested in this one. And I just went every vehicle they had that I was interested. I sent them an email for it. Right. It gives you options, right? Yeah. Just so they don't go. Oh, he's interested in this one truck. They they can look at their emails like, oh, this guy hit us up for all ten of these trucks. So we we can we can show them a lot of trucks. And probably get them out the door with one. And then uh, was that was Sunday. Monday rolls around. Nobody hits me back. And I'm at work Monday bored. Because I'm kind of out of things to do at work. I'm just kind of standing around waiting for fucking time to end. And uh, I send out fucking... I go back on. And I'm looking at more trucks. And I send out like five more emails. And by the time I punch out of work, one of those people in that last group of five contacted me back. He was like, you interested in that truck? I'm like, yeah. It's like, we're open till 6 o'clock today. I'm like, well, I just got out of work. I'm borrowing someone's vehicle. I got to go pick them up and then go do this thing and this thing. And you're an hour drive away from me. So I can't make it today. And they're like, all right, well, uh, tell me a day that works for you. And we will, we'll, yeah, I'm like, well, the best day would probably be Wednesday. I can take a half day off. Uh, my dad said he'll take a day off of work. I can notify him, give him a day to, you know, get shit set up. He can take a day off. We can drive up there. And I was like, if the vehicle is in good shape and it runs, like you, you, I'm buying it. Like I'm coming up there, I will buy it. Like I'm not bullshit. I'm like, the price is a little man, but that's all the prices of all the trucks. So, if it looks good and it runs fine, you got it. You got to sell on Wednesday if it's there. You know, like mm-hmm. I'll be there. You hold, like hold it for me or whatnot, and I will be there. If it runs and looks good, I'm buying it. And they go, all right, sweet. Uh, we'll set. Uh, what time? I'm like uh, noon, like twelve o'clock. I, I get out of work at ten. 
I go meet up with my dad. We we uh, get some shit together and we drive up there. We like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I'll be there. So I set that up. And then uh, Wednesday, we're driving on up there. And I get there. I'm like, yeah, Chris, I have an appointment for 12 o'clock to look at this uh, F-150. And they're, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget his name. I'm going Steve. Steve got you. Like, Steve shows up. And he's like, what truck were you looking into? I was like, oh, the, uh, the F-150 Super Cab uh, with the 160,000 miles on it. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 one second. Goes to his desk, comes back, and goes, ah, I sold it. Sold it Monday. Like, so you sold it the same day I set the appointment up to view it. And not once in that process, you can sell it. I mean, your, 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 yeah. your job is to sell a vehicle. Yeah. That's fine. You're waiting on a guy for two days to come view it, you, and you can sell it that day. I understand. Sell the vehicle. But what you should do is, tell the guy. is notify the motherfucker yeah. through an email. You have my phone number. You called me. And be like, hey, sorry, that vehicle is no longer available, but we do have other options. You still, you still want to come in and view? Like, that's all you gotta do. And and like the thing is, you probably still would have came in to view some stuff anyway. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I already right. took, I already scheduled everything off, but I would have driving there knowing that the vehicle I was looking at was no longer available. Right. It wouldn't have been a surprise. So, but like basically, what he did is he didn't tell you because he's hoping to sell you once you get there. Yeah. Instead of telling you beforehand. In hopes that you'll still come, right? And and again, that's because he didn't know you. He doesn't know what you uh, or what you'd be thinking. In his mind, he might be thinking, "Well, he didn't. He he doesn't. He's not going to get this truck, so he's not going to show up." Which is fucked up because he should have told you anyway. Um, it doesn't be, matter. It's not. It's it, not up to him to. Yeah, but like, all you have to do within calling me back or sending me an email, going, "Unfortunately, the truck you were looking into has been sold, but we have other options." Uh, we will hold your spot here, like your your uh, uh, your appointment to view our other vehicles we have available for you. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. I might be irritated the one truck I was looking at is gone, but you you said that we have other vehicles. If you want to come and look at them, I still would have went. And you could have done a little research too on Tuesday. You could have gone to their to their website and looked at their inventory. Yeah, and you could have kind of gotten a list together before you showed up. Yeah. So, but when I get there, it's sold. He's like, oh, but I th- I got like three F one fifties on the lot. I can go show you right now. I was like, well, I'm here. So, yeah, I'm irritated. I'm pissed the fuck off. And the first one he shows me, I got one rule. I got one rule when it comes to a vehicle. Now, if I'm in a pinch, fuck this rule. But I got one rule when it comes to a vehicle. It cannot be red. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't like the color red on a vehicle. Well, there there is like a mythical science about it that Red cars are more likely to get pulled over. That's not even what I'm thinking about, like getting pulled over more with a red truck or anything. I just don't like red vehicles. My red vehicle doesn't like you either. Yeah, you. The first thing I said when you got that, I'm like, oh, it's red. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the very first thing I said when you, I saw that when I saw your vehicle. I was a little bit in a pinch. Yeah, I, I wanted the black one, but they didn't have it available. So that's my one rule. And the first truck he shows me is a red F-150. I'm like, motherfucker, and it's rusted the shit. Ugh. Like, it is just rusty as fuck. I'm like, ain't ain't no way I'm buying that. He's like, all right, all right. I got this uh, Chevy Silverado back here. I'm like, I drive Ford. Brand loyalty, man. <laughs> Justin would have taken that Silverado all day long. And then he's walking me around, and he shows me another F-150 uh, red. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. These red F-150s, get the fuck out of here. Do you have any F-150s that aren't red? And then there's there's a... There's another. He's like, I got, well, there's another truck inside the shop right now that they're working on. Let's go look at that one. And uh, we go in there, and he goes, and it's another fucking red F-150. Man, why do they have all these fucking red F-150s? And that one actually had a, it, had, it was like a, like a deeper color red. And I'm like, I kind of like that red's not too bad. I'm like, you know what, that one, that one might be okay. I don't, I don't like it, but it's a little bit better than the fucking generic red colors. And it's not rusty. And, he, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna look into it. Sorry, that's a customer's vehicle. Oh, damn. I was like, mother... Why you show me a customer's vehicle? <laughs> he was going to try to sell that to you. <laughs> customers are going to show up to pick their fucking truck up. And it's gone. Oh, yeah, sorry. We uh, lost it. So, he's like, really, the only option is this, the, that first F-150 because it looked a little better than the second F-150 he showed me. So, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, I really don't want to buy it. I really don't. But I'm already here. My dad took a day off of work. I fucking... Took a half day off of work, hour drive up here. I don't want to buy this fucking truck. Sitting right next to it though, sitting right next to it, is it, it looked pretty all right. It was a little 
tiny little 2011 Ford Ranger. And I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I could... I drove a Ranger from 2006 to 2015, uh, like 14. Yeah, it was a long time. I'm like, I've, I, drove, I drove a Ranger. I could... <laughs> I could drive a Ranger again. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, only thing that I don't like about this Ranger, and just looking on the outside of it, I'm like, I don't think it's four-wheel drive. And they, they make those Rangers in four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if it was four-wheel drive, I'm sold. And he comes back to me. I think he even said, like, this one's not even listed on our site yet. Like, they just got it in. They haven't even washed it and took pictures of it, really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, like that, uh, I, will that Ranger work for you? I'm like... Depending on the price, he's like, I'm gonna pull it up. He pulls it up forward, and he's like, I'm looking around. It's all covered in dirt and shit. And he's like, We haven't washed it yet. I'm like, Fair enough. And uh, I'm looking at it, and it's fucking crank windows. I'm like, God damn it, I can't get it. I can't escape from crank windows. Yeah. My '96 F-150 crank windows, the '97 crank windows. I can't fucking escape crank windows. Like fucking fuck me. And then it looks like it's like regular locks. Like, it doesn't look like there's power locks or anything because if it's crank windows, it's fucking regular locks. And you're looking around, and but you, I, the one thing that caught my eye is the whoever owned it before put a uh, like a, a touchscreen uh, Bluetooth uh, fucking head unit in there. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so they 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 put their own like aftermarket head unit. Hey in man, there. now you got Bluetooth. I have Bluetooth. I don't I don't need a cable to plug my phone in Ain't anymore. That's something. Now you can upgrade your phone. Now I can upgrade my phone, not worrying about the fucking. Yeah, that's that's what we'll, we'll get to that. But I'm looking at it, and I'm like, all right. I mean, it looks like it's some work. I don't know, like, how the sound system, all that. It, it's quiet as fuck. It, it runs nice and smooth. Everything's, I'm like, all right, fucking. I really wanted a four-wheel drive truck because I fucking, I, I got stuck in the snow, like, a couple weeks ago, and that was, that was shit. And if I had, like, four-wheel drive, I could have been, like, right over that shit and got out of there. In theory, yeah. In theory. But having some, a little bit more power in the front end where it's at, I could have probably, it would, it, instead of me taking, like, an hour and a half, probably would have been, like, 30 40 minutes, you know, yeah. to save some time, sh- shave some time off of it. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm looking at this Ranger. Uh, you know, let's, 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 let's talk about this Ranger. He's like, all right, cool. And uh, we go back to his desk and it's like, he pulls up the thing. It's like 11,000. And I'm like, hold on a second. The, the F-150 that I was looking at was 10,000. The other F-150 sitting right next to that was 10,000. You want eleven thousand? Like that's a thousand dollars more. Like, and I'm like, you, you, you wasted. You didn't email. You didn't tell me that the fucking you sold the truck from underneath me. You wasted my time because I took a day off, half day off of work. My dad took a day off of work, and we took an hour to drive up here. You you wait. You wasted our time because I was coming to see this, and now I'm fucking. You're gonna have to work on that price for me because eleven thousand. You gotta get it as close as you can to that ten thousand mark, and you you. You probably sold a truck today. And he comes back with like 10.8. <laughs> drop 200 bucks off of it. <laughs> I'm like, no, when I said drop the price, I meant like drop the price. And I'm like, he's like, oh, well, how about you come with me and you explain your story to my boss? And I'm like, what you fuck? I, all right, fine. I'll go up there and I'll go yell at him. I'm like, look, man, like you sold me these busted ass trucks on your fucking lot that look like shit that you want 10 grand for. Uh, the truck that I was going to buy looked hell of a lot better and then they start going oh that thing was rushed to shit i'm like so so the pictures that you posted don't show don't that. show what's wrong with, so now you're making me less likely to buy from you because now you're just telling me it's your credibility you, right there you made you're making these vehicles look better online <laughs> you're making these vehicles look better online to get people in here to buy them but you're telling me that underneath was completely rusted out this was rusted that was rusted you know this range is a better fit and you know it's a lot less rust. That's why the price is a little higher, and it has a lot less miles on it. Like uh, the Ranger had 120,000 miles on it compared to all the F-157, 160, 180. That's actually pretty low mileage for its age too. Yeah. So I'm like, well, you, you like either. So now, now you're telling me now I don't really want to buy a vehicle from you. Now you're telling me all these lies and fibs. Like, well, who does it know? As soon as I walk off the lot with this Ranger, it's not gonna fucking fall apart on me. Like. Like now you're telling me that you you'll do anything to sell a vehicle and make it look pretty and buff it and wax it and make it look as good as you possibly can to try to sell it to somebody. He's like, all right, uh, let me make a couple phone calls and I'll get back to with you. I'm like, all right, this is it. They'll they'll get it to the ten grand. Me being pissed off, me being angry, me fucking calling out on their bullshit. We'll get it to ten grand. Uh, they come back with ten two, and uh, 
Yeah, I was like, you know what, 10 to 200 bucks more. I think I can, and it, it, it looks a lot cleaner. It's a lot better. I fucking took my head underneath there. It's not that rusty. 10 to I can work with. I got it from 11,000 to 10 to. So. Um, how much you put down on it? Here's the other thing. I, I was originally going to put 2,000 down. He's just the, the random calculator on the on the on the interwebs like we use. I put two thousand down, guessing at a seven percent APR with the sales tax. It was looking like one hundred and eighty a month, and uh, since it was a little bit more and some other bullshit, uh, even putting two thousand down, we, we my dad pulled up the phone. We did some calculations. Yeah, it was it was becoming like uh, it was like fucking two like two fifty versus like. To like uh, twenty, yeah. It, 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 every thousand dollars, then I put it to a thousand dollars, and it dropped it to like the same like. Basically, yeah. So like at the the easiest math is at zero APR, not interested, no interest at all. Every thousand dollars is like seventeen dollars a month. Yeah. So that's basically what we, they gave us back an APR. I think we put like five percent, and it was like the difference between two thousand and one thousand dollars was like twenty bucks. Yeah. So at that point, you could use the thousand dollars in your pocket more than you can use yeah. the twenty dollars a month. So I said, "Fuck it, here's a thousand dollars down." That almost, that almost fucked me in the ass, because they're like, "Well, here's here's the main reason why I want to bring up me buying this vehicle and going through all this little bit of a story, because the, uh, now a- after we get it all said and done, before we even talk about like uh, percentages and monthly payments, like I I agree to it. The guy. At the dealership, was like, we're, we're going to get a plate made for you and uh, your registration. And here's another thing I fucked up on. is uh, like I could have just transferred my plate from this truck to that one. Yeah. But I needed the VIN number. You didn't just need the registration? Well, uh, re- whatever. I needed a bit of information that I thought at the time I didn't have. My dumbass keeps the registration in my wallet. Oh. So I just told him, put it, uh, I'll buy a new plate and tags. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, but now like I could have just kept that plate and transferred it over and been cheaper. That just means in August you're not going to renew this plate. Yeah, I'm not going to renew that plate. But so that was a fuck up on my part because I had the information I needed in my wallet. I'm just I was so frustrated and frazzled. Like I was sitting there like my like like fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm making like make bad. My, my dad wasn't fucking. He was barely helping me. He's like, well, it's your choice. I'm like, Dad, you're here to make me not make a bad choice. You said, like, well, it's up to you. Cool. But I need you to tell me if it's good or bad, because I'm an idiot, Dad. I didn't think you made a bad decision getting a new plate. I, it didn't. That didn't. Well, no, no, like buying the buying the vehicle in okay. general, buying that uh, Ranger. Like, at the time, my, my dad was like, "I don't know, fucking crank windows." I'm like, "That's and, just a personal preference, yeah. honestly." At that point, at the end of the day, when it boils down to, is he was more upset about the crank windows than anything else. But I was trying to get, gauge him, like, "How do you feel about this truck? Should I do it?" And he's like, "Well, it's up to you." I'm like. No, motherfucker. I brought you here to make sure I don't make a bad choice. At the end of the day, when I buy it, and you go, I, I, I wouldn't have done it. I'm like, motherfucker, you were here to tell me not to do it. I trust your judgment over mine. Yeah. That's why you're here. <laughs> that's why you're here, motherfucker. <laughs> do your job. But, uh, so I was already frazzled, and that's what I wasn't thinking. I forgot about, about the fucking plate and the registration in my wallet. But as he's setting all that up, I'm like, and he's like, all right, you, you start, you know, go uh, get a whole, you know, start getting insurance and stuff ready for it. And I'm like, um, he's, uh, I, I, I'm waiting on the insurance. I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm not setting the insurance up because I'm waiting for the conversation about fucking uh, financing it. And he's like, all right, cool. So I think we're all set. Um, just, uh, I need your debit card and we'll go. I'm like, hold on a second. Look at me. Does it look like I got fucking 11 grand in the bank account right now? Look at me. He's like, I thought you were paying cash. Look at me. Does it look like I got eleven grand in the fucking bank account? Almost half of that. He's like, oh, so you want to finance? And he gets all like kind of bummed out. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I want to finance. You think I got eleven grand in the bank account? Fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. And then, the, the, then there's a whole other guy that has to get involved and set all that up. And I guess like because he walked away to go do something, so he just sat me down at his computer. He's like, I oh, fill out this information. Now, so I'm typing in, like, where I work, how long I've worked there, all that fucking information. Apparently, I typed my social security wrong number in wrong. So, they, uh, they, I can hear the guy, because he's only, like, one door down, going, uh, he's like, oh, that was, that's been denied, 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 denied. And then he comes up to me, he's like, write your social security number down. So, I write it down, he goes, you typed it in wrong. 
he's calling all these people back. He's like, look, look, look. He just typed it in wrong. Can we can we work a deal out? Can we work a deal out? And I heard numbers like 36%, 24%, 18%. And I'm like, he comes back out. He's like, I'm working on it, man. And I'm like, look, man, if it ain't under 10, I ain't fucking with it. He's like, well, your credit, like, your credit score and all that. I'm like, my credit score is good. All right? Everybody in the mom's telling me my credit score is great. Now, I think, I'm like, I thought it was too low. Personally, I'm like, it's too low. It's not going to happen. Everybody around me is going, your credit score is good, man. You got it fucking in the bag. Well, I will say this, right? So, technically, there's, like, more than just the two credit yeah, scores. Yeah, yeah. So, your your FICO score, there's, like, FICO 2 and 3, which one of those is specifically for auto financing credit score. I don't know what that score is because your credit karma doesn't show that. You have to have, like, Experian plus yeah. to show your FICO scores and shit like that. But But, but either way, like... And he's like, and it's because you only got the two credit cards and you've never, you know, borrowed money before. I'm like, okay, I've never borrowed money before. And I only have two credit cards. And that's a big red flag for you guys. But if you never let me borrow money, how will I ever borrow money to show that I'm responsible with the money? Yeah. And I'm doing this argument with him. Like, look, yes, I'm 30 years old and I've never had a car payment. I get it. I only have two credit cards that are, just a little bit over a year old. Yeah, but on that alone, you're 30 years old and you've never had a car payment. That's got to show some sort of fiscal responsibility. Yeah, and I'm like, look, look at like if they're looking at these credit cards, look how like responsible, like how barely I use them. I'm very, very careful with using other people's money. Like my credit, my credit limit is not high, but I I don't just go out and just buy frivolous things all the time with it. One credit card is to buy one frivolous thing and I pay it over for a couple months and the other one's strictly gas only. Yeah. I mean, and I always make my payments. I always do I never do minimum. I'm always like half of what I owe. Like it's like come on, it shows it should that should show for something. It should show that he's real careful about what he's doing. Because what it, what it would it look like if I had 15 credit cards, all of them with a little bit of fucking money on all every single one of them all over the place. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That should look worse, but in their eyes, it might look better because, like, look, he has so many credit cards and he pays them, blah, 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 and that that helps. But I'm like, no, I only have two because I only need two. I don't even need two. I only need the one. I have the second one because it was to help me fucking with my credit score. Yeah. So, like, and you're saying, like, this will ultimately help. Like, me having a, a monthly car payment is going to help ridiculously with my credit. Awesome. So, help me out. Help fucking get me, get me the fucking loan. And after like this person denied, this person denied, that person denied, this person came back with like fucking 20, a fucking credit union comes through with a 4.99. Yep. Those fucking credit unions, man. I'm telling you, they're the ones to get your fucking loans through. But what what was fucking me to go all the way back because I almost forgot this point that I got to the story because what was fucking me was that thousand dollars. He said, if you put 1100 down and put you in a different bracket, in a different risk category. $100 makes or break a different risk category. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, uh, here's $1,000. Oh, that's too risky. Here's $1,100. That's less risky. The fuck you mean? It's $100. Hey, man. That's a, it's a bracket, right? Just like your tax bracket. You know, like, you make this much money, you're in this tax bracket. You make this much money, which is literally the difference of a dollar. You're in a whole different tax bracket, right? It's the same thing. It's just the whole it's system a is fucking stupid, right? Like so, zero to a thousand, or well, zero to five hundred is probably one bracket. Five hundred one to a thousand is another bracket. A thousand one to fucking whatever is. So yeah, I, I get what they're saying. It's a different bracket. That's why. That's why he didn't say it's. He didn't say that extra hundred dollars is less risky. He said it puts you in a a different risk bracket. <laughs> it's just so fucking. I'm like what. I, I'm like, if a hundred bucks, sure. I'll put another hundred dollars down. I don't give a shit. Just find me this deal. I still got it for a thousand at the four point nine nine. Yeah. So and then it was like two eighteen a month. Yeah, that's good, man. But then I added a twenty four thousand mile coverage on the engine, transmission, electrical, and front end. That's not bad. I mean that's gonna get you the way you drive, that's gonna get you two or three years easy. Yeah, so that's about two and a half to three years. Yeah. And the only thing that's not covered is like the back end. Okay. So as long as no one rear ends me, I should be all right. Yeah. So that's so that's that's whole drivetrain too. You said engine and everything. Engine, electrical, yeah. transmission. Right, so that's drivetrain. That's good stuff. Um, they but, will not cover batteries. 
keep that in mind. Batteries are not covered under that. Whatever, this is 100 bucks. Like, if you can't go buy a battery, like, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I'm going to, like, it won't work. Your battery's dead. Well, go fix it. We don't cover it. Like, go buy a battery, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but after I added a 24,000 mile warranty or coverage thing, it's like 289 a month. Okay. And then. Damn, that, that, that tacked you up 60 fucking bucks a month? Yep. Damn, that's tough. Yep. Did you get gap coverage at all? The what? Gap coverage. What the fuck is that? Gap coverage is, it, it goes into your loan. It's in case your vehicle is totaled, if you owe more than the vehicle is worth, they cover it. I don't know. Okay. If you didn't sign something for it, you probably don't have it. I signed like 30 documents. Okay. Well. I don't know. But uh, I do know that I, I, I put the... Uh, I put the truck on like on the Credit Karma on the app. I added the truck. I was going to set all that up, and uh, they're like the estimated value of this truck is nine thousand one hundred and eighty dollars. I'm like, damn it. I mean, that's accurate. You're yeah. going to pay more at a dealer anyway. But that's why I like that's why I ask about the gap coverage because technically, after a few years, gap coverage isn't as important anymore because the the it balances out. The longer you have the loan, the the closer to the actual value of the vehicle is that you owe. But the moment you drive off that lot. You're already under on your loan. You owe more on your loan than the vehicle is worth right now. And that's just because of all the different fees and taxes and dealer fees and all that good shit. So gap coverage is good for like the first few years. But as long as you make it past the first few years of your loan, you'll be all right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. They, they scare the shit out of you, too. Because they're like, uh, this is, uh, here's the documents uh, in the sign here. This is uh, acknowledging that you know that this is an as-is sale. Well, they have to do that. Yeah, but every time he's like, this is as is, you're like, fuck me. Like, it's going to break as soon as I drive off the lot. Well, that's why you got the drivetrain warranty. Yeah. But it's just like, that, that popped up like four or five times. This is you acknowledging that this is an as is sale. And you're like, fuck. Like, you tell, you tell me as soon as I drive off here, it's going to it's gonna blow up. And they're like, too bad. And you fucking as is, you fucking signed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, they have to do that uh, just because there are some things that can happen. That they weren't aware of when they sold yeah. it. My dad said something about like there's some kind of law where you got like three days or something. Yeah, the lemon laws. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You could have turned it back in within like three days and you'd have been fine. Um, we did that once with a shitty Versa. We also didn't have they they fucked up too because they uh they let us drive it home with a post dated um deposit check. We were going to pay that deposit with tax returns, and that year our tax return got garnished from student loans. So we were like. You can't cash that check. Here's your car. <laughs> like, Don't cash it. So we basically got to drive this thing for free for a few days. Nice. But uh, maybe maybe I should have done this, but I didn't do it at all. I didn't test drive the Ranger. Should have. He pulled up and now just we just looked at it. We didn't drive. He's like, you can't take it on the road, but you can drive it around the lot. You should have done that at least. Um, I didn't drive it at no. all. I know. I. I did the same thing when I bought my, when I financed my first vehicle. When I got the Escape all those years ago, my mom test drove it, yep. and my mom drove it home. Yeah, that's what I, I put my dad. I'm like, hey, Dad, you drive it because therefore you'll know as you're driving down the road and driving down the highway if something starts acting funky, you'll you'll pick it up because I won't. Yeah, I'm gonna have the music blaring just driving, and I'm so used to broken vehicles. And then you, you hear the clunk, clunk, clunk. And you're like, let me just turn the music up a turn little that. louder. I didn't hear that. I just spent 10 grand on this fucking thing. I didn't hear that clunk. <laughs> yeah, basically. So he drove it all the way back. And this is a, uh, it, it's kind of silly. Like, I, we were out in like Waterford. So I'm like, all right, I just need the navigation to get me back to 23 and I'm good. Yeah. So I just set my phone up. I'm like, yeah, take me home. Because that'll, just, that'll put me on 23. It's going to take me to the wrong exit because I'll get off earlier than where I would go to go to my dad's house. So I just follow the navigation and as soon as I get on 23, I'll turn it off because I know where I'm at at that point. I zoned out, forgot to turn my navigation off. He's like, uh, take exit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I got over and got off. I'm like, oh, shit, this is, I'm going home. This is not where I wanted to be. You had, um, did you have your dad's car? or uh, uh, I had a... Uh, you were borrowing? Yeah, borrowing her car. Okay, yeah. so you picked your dad up then? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if your dad drove you or if you picked your dad up. I take my dad did drive me because I'm like, you drive dad. And I just <laughs> sat in the passenger seat. Don't you hate being a passenger, though? Yeah, it was only an hour. Only an hour? You hate being a passenger for 15 minutes down to the goddamn Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, it depends on the way you drive. Like, I can deal with my dad driving. Other people just drive like shit, and I'm like, I'm going to vomit. 
Oh, you're saying I drive like shit? You're, you're more tolerable than other people. <laughs> I got one friend who won't be mentioned. He won't listen to this podcast either. But as soon as I got in his vehicle, I was ready to vomit. This is driving. Damn, already? It was fucking... It was rough. The fucking constant, like, basically foot on the brake. And you're just driving and braking, driving, braking. I'm like, dude, you gotta... You can let off the gas, and your vehicle will slow the fuck down. Yeah. You don't need to constantly hit the brake to slow down. True. True. Um, The only problem with that is when somebody on the highway... You're doing fucking 85, and somebody cuts in front of you on the highway doing 60. That's that's kind of what he got. No, yeah. Those are certain situations. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm talking about, like... Just driving down the fucking road. Yeah. And like, oh no, I'm doing 50 and a 45 and hit the brakes. Just let off the gas oh, a second. Yeah. yeah. Let off the gas, you'll coast back down. That's a little bit much. Yeah. And that was an hour drive from Adrian back to uh, back to Ipsy. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting there just going, my, my truck's parked at the grocery store parking lot. We just, we're almost there. We're almost there. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I'm going to, it was rough. You should carry Dramamine. You ever take that shit? I don't take medication. That's it's seasickness medication, man. But that shit. Works. I wasn't on the C. But that shit works. It's motion sickness. Yeah. So. That shit works, man. Sometimes that just helps with regular nausea too. I might be. We got a five-hour drive to fucking Indiana coming in August, so. Yeah. Honestly, man. Get you a, thing, a little thing of Dramamine. Good stuff. If you get the Dramamine with the drowsy stuff in it, you'll just sleep right through it too. Good stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like drugging myself all right i mean i don't either um but damn that just makes me think i, I remember one time i went on this fucking casino cruise for a christmas party casino um, cruise dude it was terrible victory casino out of uh tampa or some shit dude it was fucking terrible um i think it was just a fluke i think the water conditions were not ideal that day but basically it's a it's a fucking yacht with a casino in it but it just takes you around the coast Right, it's it's in a little bit of a circle. It's like a fucking six hour yacht ride, whatever. But dude, the water conditions were so choppy that night. Like you couldn't walk around this goddamn thing without like whoa, just fucking. You couldn't maintain balance anywhere. Let alone there's fucking people drinking because that's the rule of a casino is as long as you're gambling, drinks are free. I couldn't have a fucking sip that night. I would have died. Absolutely would have fucking died. Oh, I've never been on a boat. <laughs> They're okay, man. I've, I've done a couple of Christmas parties on. On boats. Um, yeah, never been on a boat, never been on a plane, never been on a train. Never been on a train. I, been, I was on a train when I was a kid. Not since, but I've been on planes a lot. I've flown a lot. I was, not until I was 23. 23 is my first train uh, plane ride, but uh, I've been on a lot of planes since then, man. Back and forth to Florida. Sometimes Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I get it. That's a 17-hour drive. You're trying to get up here for the holidays or something. Well, and then um, I used to work for this company that had a manager's conference in Texas? Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. um, every year. So every year I was flying to Atlanta, which is just a real quick up and down flight, man. Like the, what's the drive different? Like if you were to drive to Atlanta from where you're at five hours, five, six hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, the flight was an hour. Hour. Okay. They, dude, it's literally, it's up and down. By the time you reach fucking peak level for that plane, you're already coming back down. Yeah. I, I guess if, if, you, if you don't have a, you know, I'm not saying I'm scared of planes. I've just never needed to be on a plane. Chicago is really cool, right? I've had layovers in Chicago when going back to Florida before. From fucking, from Detroit to O'Hare, Chicago is like a 40-minute flight. But they're an hour behind us. So you actually get there 20 minutes earlier than you left. (laughs) Time travel. It's really cool, yeah. (laughs) It's fucking cool as shit. We left at 10 o'clock. It is now 940. (laughs) It's cool as shit, man. I love it. But then going back into fucking Florida, you cross back over that that line again, so now it's normal time again. Well, our normal time. Yeah. So, but still, landing in uh, in Chicago is pretty cool because it's like, damn, I just time traveled. <laughs> um, but anyway, man. At the end of the day, you got you a nice truck. How much did your insurance come out to you? Oh, you told me it was like it was. Yeah, I haven't said it on here yet. It cost me. Now that's, that's telling me. Wow, well, we're getting to the. We're, um, let's let's tell a little story. Little tiny story. Um, way back in the day, when my very first vehicle, I got AAA insurance. My grandparents had AAA insurance. I was living at their house. I put them as uh, like drivers on the vehicle. My dad was a driver on the vehicle. Because at the time, it was like, my dad gave me that truck. and was like, if anybody needs to use it, you, you got to let them use it. That's the deal. It's your truck, but anybody can you know, needs to drive it. So I put everybody on there. And 
that house and their driving history and their insurance history made my AAA insurance $265 for six for months. Six months. Yeah. So every six months, I had to come up with $265. It was fucking beautiful. Yeah. Later in life, no job, nothing else to pawn off for sale. I couldn't afford it. So I didn't, I didn't, I just said, fuck it. Didn't renew it. And didn't renew it and drove for like two years with no insurance. I rolled a fucking stop sign. And we told this story many times. I rolled a stop sign and got pulled over by the cops. Mm -hmm. I think like two and a half streets down, which I think is a little much. You should have pulled me over like right away, but it was like two, two and a half streets down. He pulled me over for rolling a stop sign. And then I got the, I didn't get charged for the, the rolling stop. I got charged for no insurance. And I lighted my ass up. I'm like, oh, fuck. I handed him one because I would uh, I would take the insurance and I put them in the Photoshop yeah. and I changed the... And that's so illegal. <laughs> and I changed the, the expiration dates. And it was like uh, it was like two months expired. I'm like, oh, that must be the wrong car. I, got, I, I must have not put the new one in here yet. So he gave me, he's like, here's this thing. Go to the courts and you know, show that, prove that you have insurance and everything will be fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't... Uh, didn't uh, I tried to do that? Uh, I've told the story. I tried to go there, and they like, "This ticket doesn't exist." Blah 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 blah, and get got arrested. Um, well, didn't get. I got arrested later for driving without uh, with a suspended license because there was a warrant for my arrest. But I also, on top of that, they also hit me another ticket for driving with no insurance. I still didn't fucking get insurance yet. But I just got my job at the grocery store, and I was like, as soon as I get another paycheck, I'm buying insurance. As soon as I get another paycheck, it wasn't payday yet. I just got to make it another like week and I'll have insurance finally after so many years of not having insurance. Got pull, pulled over and hit with another no insurance charge. So when I finally got my, uh, this other, uh, uh, Ranger, uh, my, the 96 F-150, actually even part of it was on the Ranger. I went to, uh, get insurance finally. And they're like, that's going to be about 380 bucks down to start your policy. And it's going to be 180 a month for PLPD. Yeah. For the basic bullshit, doesn't cover for nothing insurance, 180 a month, and I had to pay 300 down. So I said, fuck that. And then I put my vehicle on the person I stay with. I put, him on, put my vehicle on their insurance, and I became a driver on their insurance. And it, it went from me paying 380 bucks with $180 a month to like 70 bucks. Yeah. So me starting this truck off, I'm like, they're, they're going to know, and I'm going to have to pay like 400 bucks to start a policy. And it's going to be stupid because I have all this bullshit on my record. Turns out that me being on that person's insurance for the last like seven, eight years has benefited me. It's only cost me 180 to start the policy. And it's 100 bucks a month for full coverage. Yeah. And it's also statute of limitations too. I mean, that... Yeah, but people remember. People go, oh... This, people this, remember, but policies can't. Yeah, but I mean, they could look and go, he's a, he's a high risk, you know... Yeah. Uh, insurance frauder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you were, yeah. Um, no, man, that's that's fucking, that's really good, man. My coverage is fucking expensive. Um, and your policy is like half of what mine is, man. And I don't even have any fucking, like, I have one accident from fucking six years ago on my record, and my insurance is higher than that. Who do you use, AAA? Uh, uh, AAA was back in the day. I'm using Progressive. No, see, fuck, when I, <laughs> when I moved, I had Progressive in Florida, and my policy was... Like 160 a month, something like that. But when I tried to move to Michigan, my rate was about to go up to like fucking two goddamn something a month. And I was like, no, 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 fuck that, Progressive. You're too much. I went with insurance. I have insurance now because it was better than Progressive. Like my rate basically stayed the same from um, when moving to Michigan. And but Progressive was trying to fucking jack my prices up. Hundred dollars a month of Progressive? What the fuck am I doing wrong, man? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just being on some being a. A driver on someone that's like an ultra super platinum member, some shit. Stupid. And then I, I'm a premium platinum member. Dude, I was a member of Progressive for like five years before I switched. Uh, my uh, I believe after after uh, AAA, I went with Progressive on the Ranger for a little while, and then I faulted on that, and then had no insurance, and didn't pay them, and then it got extremely. Then I went to Progressive with her, but uh. Yeah, no, hundred bucks a month for my insurance and two eighty nine a month, so it's about about four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, all in, man. You're doing pretty good, man. You're about a hundred dollars cheaper than I pay a month, all in. But 
I mean, also you have a lot newer vehicle. I have a, I have a, I, mean, I have a ten year old vehicle. Yeah, I mean, and I guess that aspect maybe that's why my insurance is more too. But um, I mean, I have an eighteen, right? So it's not like it's newer than yours. Yeah, it's four years old now at this point. Yeah, mine's ten. Yeah, yeah, whatever, six years. But God damn, man, that's, you got you got a pretty good deal on all that. I'd say. How long's your loan again? Like sixty three months. Sixty three months. Yeah. So next five years of your life. Five years and some months. Three. Five years and three months. So, good news is Ipsy Weird should continue on for at least five years and three months. <laughs> I would hope that you finish your loan payment off before you die. <laughs> now, did you leave that last little bit for somebody else? That's fair. Yeah, just let them take it over. Um, although, you know, you always, I'm sure your loan probably doesn't have a uh, penalty for overpayment, too. You could probably pay it off if you wait, pay a little extra. Wait, hold on, hold on. Back it up. Back it up. Penalty for overpaying? Yeah, some loans have like early payoff penalties. It's stupid, but it's rare. It like hardly ever happens. But some so loans, if I pay off my vehicle quicker than they expect, I can get penalized for it. Yeah, because they're not going to catch the interest rate off of it. What kind? I was expecting to be like, I was going to uh, try to find a way to get the tires off this '97 and uh, sell those for like 200 bucks, get some shit tires on it, um, sell the toolboxes out of it, and some other parts of it, and then junk the rest of it, and do the same thing with the '96. And make like a grand to make my first payment. Like, here's a grand right off the bat. You can do that. You'll yeah. be fine. I'm going to be penalized for it? No, you won't. That's what I'm saying is your loan probably doesn't have that penalty on it. I'm going to read some shit now. I'm sure it doesn't, right? It, you, would, you would fucking know. It would have told you It would have told you that there's an early payout penalty. Well, the, uh, the credit union hasn't sent me my paperwork yet to even set up the account yet. Yeah, you'll be fine. Dude, it's a credit union, too. They definitely don't have an early payout penalty. Uh, but that said, you can pay extra every month. And you'd probably get your loan paid off quicker. And even if it's just a couple bucks every month, that's like your your payments two eighty nine. If you paid three hundred every month, that's ten dollars a month that's going directly towards principal instead of interest. Because like the first couple of years of your loan, you're going to be paying more interest than you are principal, um, which is stupid. That's the bullshit thing about loans, man. Is you pay so much goddamn interest into it before. So like if you check it on your credit karma, every month you're making making this two eighty nine payment, but you're like, man, my payments only or my loans only going down like a hundred bucks a month. Yeah, that's fucking normal. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking. That, that's the one thing I'm still scared about because I'm waiting for the credit union to send me all the information to set up because it's not set up yet. Yeah, I'm just hoping to get that fucking information so I can set it up so I don't fuck it up. Yeah, you'll be all right, man. And honestly, dude, set up like an auto pay. Oof, dude, it's it's well at least for the first couple months. Because right now I'm paying like it's gonna be four hundred bucks a month, and then I'm paying like seven fifty for rent. And I only make fourteen hundred a month. Yeah, I know. That's just that, like that right there is just under twelve. I have like two hundred fifty bucks left in my name. Yeah, I know. For like for two months. Yeah, I know. But it's the gonna good, be real rough. The the good thing is you have a nest egg right now, right? Yeah, but so I want to keep. By. Yes, but you can get by for a little while. You're about to move, and is she charging you rent when you move? I don't know. Okay, it's definitely not going to be seven hundred fifty. Yeah, it, no. All right, so you'll be able to get your shit in order there too. You'll be able to save there too. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to charge me for rent. You'll be all right in the end, man. Like this first few months are probably going to struggle a little bit just cause you're going to, you're going to see your nest egg is probably going to dip just a little bit. It might, you might, you're really good at handling money, man. Better than I am. I don't know. I, I, I tend to go on Kickstarter. I'm like 200 bucks for all that Kickstarter. Cause you have that money, right? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm semi irresponsible. I'm responsible, but also slightly irresponsible with my money. Yeah. But you're responsible enough that you've been able to save up over the, over the last couple of years. What you have now, you have a solid nest egg. You could have paid half of your truck off just up front. Oh, that would have hurt so you, bad. Yeah. You'd have nothing left, but like that you could have fucking done it. Um, point is I couldn't do that if I wanted to, I couldn't fucking dream of doing that. Um, but so you might notice that nest egg dip a little bit over the next couple months, but once you move out of here and once you're living with, uh, with Tiff, I mean, you're going to be great and you're going to have what a year, year and a half. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I don't piss them off and, uh, badly enough where I can stay there for at least a year. Yeah. I mean, I well, think you'd be all right. I don't know. Anybody hangs out with me for too long, they, they we start to not. Well, that, you're not going to hang out with them constantly. You're going to stick to yourself for the, uh, yeah. a lot. But, you know, just having, like, just imagine, like, you know, Sean. Like, I, I'm probably at first, it was probably, it was probably all right. No. No. <laughs> no, don't don't try to compare yourself to Sean here. Man, Sean is, when Sean was living with me, and the, or when first, Sean first started living with me, it was literally just because, you know. I, he, the situation. The situation, right? The reason he's still living with me is because I feel some sense of responsibility for it at this point. 
um, and he does have his usefulness. But yeah. no, he, and even now after seven years, we get along for the most part. We occasionally have blowups, and I occasionally call him out on his shit. And we occasionally fight, but for the most part, we live together just fine. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's like, it's like, oh man, my buddy's moving in, it's gonna be great, and then over time, those little, these little things that start pissing you off, you'll start having blowouts all the time, and I'm just, I think my my limit's like four or five months, and then people gotta get the fuck away from me. You just gotta not hang out with them all the time, right? So like, yeah, it's cool having your friend live right there with you, but just because your friend lives with you doesn't mean you have to hang out with them every day. They yeah. live with you, man. You can hang out with them whenever you want. So, um, and I think that's where we struggled when you lived with me those couple times because I feel like we hung out a lot while you were living there. And no person can hang out with somebody every day, every fucking day for long without getting tired of them from time to time. So, you know, just don't hang out with them every day. Stick to yourself, masturbate in your room 12 times a day. That's going to be the hardest thing because I feel bad about masturbating in someone else's house. Man, just soundproof the wall, put some headphones on, call hey, it I day. might have to go a year without masturbating. You're dude. not going to go a year without dude, masturbating. Like, you know how awkward it would be like to go to go to Pornhub.com on somebody else's fucking internet? VPNs, bro, VPNs. And I got a VPN just to watch porn? Hey, fuck it, man. You got to do what you got to do. I got the flashlight mounted to the wall in the closet. <laughs> it's going to be a mess, man. You get the VR headset, too. <laughs> Is, uh, uh, her husband, uh, Adam, just bought a VR headset. I'm like, I'm like, the first thing I would do is look at some porn. He's like, I thought about it. <laughs> Honestly, man, that'd be a great fucking idea. Um, no, you'll be all right, man. You're definitely not going to hold it in for a year. You'll explode. Yeah. I'm going to have to like go into the woods or something. I'll be better masturbating in the woods than in my friend's house. It's weird. <laughs> Just weird. Right? You, you don't masturbate in your friend's house, do you? Which friend? I've all right, ma- fuck, I've, fucking... I've uh, masturbated since I was here like three times now. Wh- that's impressive. Like while we're recording, yeah. Is that why the floor is sticky? A little bit, yeah. God damn it! All right, get out my clean your mess up and get out my house. Uh, I was gonna make you mop it up. Right? I fucking mop it. Jizz mopper. Jizz mopper my ass. <laughs> <laughs>